ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of I Am Derek, and he is Eric. That's the name of the show, I Am Derek, and he is Eric? <laughs> the Derek and Eric show, there you go. Do you ever wonder why it's called, what, do you think Eric and Derek, or does Derek and Eric just roll off the tongue better? I think, like, logically, D becomes for, before E in the alphabet. Alphabet, makes sense. So, it's like, it just naturally feels better. But the second's always the best. Remember that. You never fall. You never fall in love with the first, Derek. Never. I mean, you usually don't. It's never, <laughs> you don't. It's always your second. Sometimes I'm your the third. host of this here, both of Derek. Or you have some people out there that get married six times, and they it happens to their six, not their first. Yeah, we call them crazy. <laughs> Yeah, if you're married six times, I apologize, but you're crazy. Well, who knows? Anyways, clearly what, something's wrong. <laughs> what a uh, what a week! We had some games. Uh, just some, <laughs> yes, we did some correct. No, just in general of all sports, not just football. Just crazy games that happen. I mean, I don't know if you saw the the low blow in the basketball game between the Cavaliers. That resulted in a coach slamming a player and just it was nasty. <laughs> um, I want to say this about the Memphis Grizzlies. Shut up. Oh, yeah. You haven't done anything nope. to talk this much crap. No. And then to punch, was it Donovan Mitchell in the groin? Yeah, a low blow, like full on bam, low blow. Yeah, it was nasty. I I, I was like, wow, just wow. And you've lost like eight of nine. What I've learned, Eric, from playing any sport, there's three things. You don't hit a guy in his head, his knees, and his groin. Those are the three things. You leave those spots anywhere else. No, no. You could could check them and shoulder them as hard as you want. But, hey, as long as you leave those three alone, you're fine. But anyways, what we got going on today, it's – might be a little short and sweet show, but we'll see. Uh, we'll do the championship. To the point. The super super <laughs> championship weekend. No, it's only it's only the wild card. Thank God, Derek. They put super in front of wild card. I'm I'm putting super. In front. It's the super Super Bowl. But anyways, we'll do a recap of the AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, NFL news. There's a lot to tackle and get into uh Derek Carr throwing shade at the Raiders just thought it was hilarious with what he said we'll we'll talk about that well because without swearing bleep the Raiders pretty much well we'll get to that (laughs) uh we got some stats of the week and then we'll end it with a Colorado team update about the the Avs and the Nuggets who both teams both are uh, rolling right now (laughs) Abs are on a bit of a break, but we'll talk about that. Abs yes. are on the, yeah, they're on their all-star break, so I've missed hockey. Apparently, the skills competition is going on as we record, but technically. I, I didn't even know the football one happened yesterday, so I'm not going to watch this one. Yeah, I didn't either. Speaking of football, let's start with the... Football! Uh, let's start with... How about we'll start with uh, one of your uh, favorite teams there, Eric. We'll start with the NFC Championship. The San Francisco 49ers went into Philadelphia <laughs> to take on the Eagles, and apparently... Hey, hold on, let me uh, say, let me say, let me say. 
They got. They got spanked. They got whoops. They got any, you know, adjective, anything you want to use to describe it. Eagles beat the 49ers 31 to 17. No, 31 to 7. Dude. Oh, sorry. Seven. 31 to 31 to 7. Sorry, I read that wrong. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks what happened in that game. Purdy getting hurt. Yeah. Like, Right, like, really quickly. As a 49ers hater, I can respectfully see (laughs) the Brock Purdy storyline as being wonderful and amazing. Mm -hmm. But he's on the Niners, so screw him. (laughs) I knew that the Eagles' pass rush was going to win them this game. And honestly, it did. In a way, nobody wants to see... But it knocked Purdy out of the game, and then it knocked Josh Johnson out of the way. And you never want to see injuries. Never. No. But the Niners' offensive line doesn't pass block very well. That's why they're a quick hit on the passing game offense, because they don't pass block. They run block extremely well, but that's what their specialty is. And And the Eagles took full advantage of that. On the Yes, and on the flip side, we'll talk about this with their opponent they're playing, but in the Super Bowl, the Eagles are a damn good and dangerous rushing team. They have a juggernaut offensive line, and they bullied. defensive line. Yeah, but they bullied that front four of the 49ers and literally ran all over them. They had 44 carries, 148 yards, and four touchdowns on the ground yeah and like the eagles were kind of like for lack of a better term playing with their meat because they like they were just letting the niners kind of sit around they weren't doing anything and then all of a sudden they go 14 7 the josh johnson doesn't know how to handle a snap they go up 21 7 (laughs) and then they just kind of play with them some more and then they finally put up 10 more points on the board yeah, so it was twenty-one to seven at halftime, and then after that, the you know, Eagles just didn't really look back. They put up yeah, ten points in the second half. Yeah, they. they uh, once Josh Johnson was in, the game was over. I know they got a touchdown with Christian McCaffrey, but yeah. Josh Johnson wasn't going to lead them to a win in that game. No. It just wasn't going to happen. No, not not against this team. This, this I don't this. even think Purdy was going to lead them to a victory. I just I didn't see it happen. I didn't either. It's just from the get-go, as we said, Eric, this year, Eagles are a damn good team. And safe to say, uh, those whispers they had at the beginning of the year, is Jalen Hurts our quarterback going forward? Uh, The answer is uh, yes. Yeah. And if you don't go with him, you're a a moron. Uh, That's all I have to say, Philly. You're dumb. But pretty sure they are going to, you know, He's going to be their future going forward, and they'll eventually lock him up to a long-term deal because the guy's pretty damn good, explosive. I mean, he's he's literally playing like he was at Alabama and Oklahoma. He's just he's a special kind of talent. He's just he's dangerous throwing it, and he's dangerous running the ball. I was talking to my my buddy Sam, who's an Eagles fan, when they drafted Jalen Hurts. I was like, dude, they just got a steal in the second round. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was my favorite quarterback that year. 
Because wasn't oh, that was... the same? Was that was the year after Kyler Murray, right? Or was yes. it before Kyler Murray? No, it was after Kyler Murray because he transferred from Alabama to uh, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma right. yeah, after Kyler Murray uh, left. Yep. Because the only reason he got benched in Alabama was because he had a Tua. okay first half, and Tua comes in, throws one pass, and didn't give the starting job up. After uh-huh. But then and he went to Oklahoma, and look how good he was. For dude, that one he was—he was Heisman candidate, was? I know he did. He win it? No, but he was a candidate. no. That was that was the end of the Lincoln Riley like chain of Heisman yeah. quarterback wins. Yeah, but he was he was a finalist for it though that year. He went to Oklahoma. He was definitely a finalist. Um, but underrated player for the Eagles, Hassan Reddick. Oh, pass rusher. Oh yeah. Dude, he's got 11 sacks this year. He's pretty good. I mean, he's never talked about for Defensive Player of the Year. No. But I'm trying to find out. Let's see. He's got... This is incredibly hard to read. Uh, thir- No, he's got 13 sacks. Yeah, oh, I this, mean... He- no, this is the... Dumbest stat tracker I've ever seen. Just give me total sacks. So it's crazy. I mean, you look at 2020. It was his last year. He was drafted by the Cardinals. But in 2020, (laughs) 2020, Eric, he had 12 and a half sacks. Arizona, let him walk. Yeah. Uh, Last year, he was with Carolina. Had 11 sacks. Carolina, let him walk. And now with Philadelphia this year, he's got 16 and a half sacks. Well, to be fair to the Panthers, he kind of played his way out out of being paid by them because mm. they were they had to kind of make a choice between him and brian burns i'd take brian burns over him any day i mean yeah but the eagles man signing him man was that a damn good signing for them yeah just i another, mean just another weapon to add oh so i'm sorry he had 16 sacks this year 16 yeah uh, that's what? isn't that what i said or did he 16 and a half to be fair i wasn't paying attention yeah uh i think it was six i was yeah, trying 16. to find his stats but his last three years, yeah, he's had double digits each year. Yeah. Last three years. So he's been productive. And he's never a finalist for defensive play of the year. Nope. But uh, there's not much to say about this game. It just was disappointing because I wanted a good game, just the Niners to lose. But uh, Doc <laughs> Purdy's got, um, he's going to have to have Tommy John surgery. Yeah, he tore his PCL. And. That's a year-long recovery process. Sure is. Now, I know the, the motion, because most of the time it's pitchers that get that injury, mm-hmm. and it's not as severe for quarterbacks with that injury, so it might be like nine months, but Trey Lance is it for the Niners. Yeah, because uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and already said uh, Jimmy G won't be back, yeah. so they're letting and him go. We'll talk about it later, but all those rumors of Brady to the Niners are not going to happen. No, it's done, yeah. Um, so the Niners, I mean, I guess we could just talk about like what comes next for them is Trey Lance is your guy. I mean, yeah, go ne- come this next season. You have a good team intact, but yeah. you just better hope Trey Lance is, uh, everything you hoped he would be with all those picks and everything you traded up to get him. Well, you better hope he pans out. They're in a good situation because if he's not, when Brock Purdy's healthy, just throw him in there. Yep. And then let him play. So, I mean, they're not in an awful situation. 
But what if this was just a one-hit wonder for Brock Purdy? What if he's not good? He Which is a be. very, very big possibility. Yeah, maybe he just went on a magic run, hence like Joe Flacco did that year Baltimore won the Super Bowl, and he was never the same after that. Yeah. It could just be one magic season. It could be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's, you know, maybe we're just speculating, but like, was was he at, was he at Iowa State? Yes. Uh, he was like, anytime you watch their highlights, he was the best player on the field because he kind of had to be. Yeah. Because they weren't it's, a very good football team. It's Iowa State, Eric. Yeah. I said, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, I mean, it's Iowa State, but hence, they just, they haven't been good for a while. No. <laughs> and they're in the they're, Big 12. They're no CU. No. Um, but, uh, speaking I, of that, real quick, how about little Wade walking around, uh, campus yeah Strickland. dude he's like this is the bleeping locker room <laughs> yeah how about that, that? Really walk- funny. how about that walk around with Deion Sanders in Boulder little Wayne oh. was in Boulder <laughs> but I mean the Niners are they're kind of in a set position to win the division again because they have a good team I mean you would I mean this is obviously the fan and me you'd expect the Rams to be better next year you hope you just the Cardinals are gonna they're terrible they're not going to win more than five games. Seattle, you don't know what you're going to get. S- Seattle, they're probably going to be right where they are next year. Nine and eight. Eight and nine. nine. Something like that. Yeah, I could see it. So, I mean, you, the Rams can't beat the stupid team in the regular season anyway, but. On the flip side, though, the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles, I mean. Divisional round and NFC Championship. You put up 30-plus points in both games. It's pretty, it's pretty dominating fashion. And. I'm getting sick of all these Cowboys fans coming out and saying, who oh, are God. the Eagles playing? They're destroying these teams mm-hmm. because they're so much better than these teams. Yep. And it, it's insane. Like the Giants and the, and the Niners. Yeah, they're just better than both the teams, clearly. I mean, that's why you put up 30 and they only allowed them to each score one touchdown. Mm-hmm. 49 or 69 to 14. They've outscored their opponents. Nice. Pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> but all the Eagles, they go to their uh, their third Super Bowl in their franchise history. So. Hey, and this, a lot of this team is the same team that was in the last Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The, the difference is the wide receivers, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, and Jalen Hurts is kind of really all that's AJ, yeah, and AJ, well, no, well, AJ the Brown's new, new guy, yeah. The receivers, yeah, because Devontae Smith missed the Super Bowl, too. Yeah. But let's move it on. Uh, to the AFC To the AFC side, Derek's 49ers, the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty much. Beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to 20. Mm. This was a fun football game. It, it was. It actually was a very... Very good, very competitive uh, game. And um, I'll say this. The refs did not ruin this game. They were awfully inconsistent. They were pretty bad, yeah. And <laughs> this, dude, I swear to God, if they keep rolling out these old men who have to come sprinting out on the sideline mm. and don't have any wind in their lungs to blow a whistle. Seriously. Anymore. I'm going to lose it. Yeah. 
Get and some then, young bucks out there that that watch on the sideline that are you know, can run. Like, I get you tried to blow the play dead. You, no one could hear it. No. Nope. You can't then bring out the punt team. Didn't they punt it away? Mm-hmm. They punted it away. Then say, no, 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 no. We have to go back two plays. It's now third down again. You can't do that. No. And then you have the cojones to call a holding call on the defense on the next play, which wasn't a holding call, by the way. That yeah. was a they don't call that in the first week of the season. Yeah, that's bad. That was just really bad. When I saw that, I was like, oh, wow. This wow. is the same crew that missed the face mask on Jalen Ramsey in the Super Bowl last year. Yep. What, what, why are these idiots out there? Because they're desperate for officials, I guess. But, uh, I, mean, if, I mean, and in big games like this, you better have a top-notch officiating crew hence in the super bowl you better have a good officiating crew i mean you better you better and the, the joke with the nfl officiating is they'll like soon they'll be robots they'll call everything but they'll still measure first downs with a stupid chain Probably. <laughs> oh yeah but the, the the officiating is not the reason why the Bengals lost the reason why the Bengals lost it's because that stupid late hit <laughs> well that that what that I mean, was bad when i saw that and and I was like, you just shot yourself in the foot. Like, literally, as soon as I saw that, I just got up and I was like, the game's over. I knew it was over. I automatically, I was like, that's 15 yards. That puts him in range. Butker's going to make it. I just, I just knew it. Because mm-hmm. you, seriously, you don't hit Mahomes on that. Eric, that's, that's a long kick. That's almost a 60 yard field goal. Now, look, Mahomes sold it. Which I would have too. Like I don't blame Mahomes at all. He did but sell it. You're right. That linebacker cannot touch Mahomes in that situation. No. Would I have called it? No. Yeah. I wouldn't have. It was, it was the close. one the Niners had on on Jalen Hurts that oh, Troy Solomalu wannabe. Oh yeah. That one was, oh, can we can we go back to that real fast? I'm sorry, I forgot to bring this up with the Niners. What? Man, when they lose their undisciplined. My God! Yeah, they're yeah. What is his name? Hufanga. Yeah, their attitude and everything, man. It's just it goes, it goes bye bye. Hufanga shoves Jalen Hurts way later than the one with Mahomes. He yep. gets flagged. Then Dre, Trey, Dre, Dre or Trey, Dre, Dre Greenlaw's yeah, Dre punching the dude trying to get the ball out, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, let's go for the ball." I'm like, I get when you like punch down at the ball. You were given left hooks right into the gut of that pile. Like, yep. he should have been ejected. He should have been. And then Teron Armstead just so – they missed it on the play before. After, so Teron Armstead throws the dude to the ground. Yep. He actually took a swipe at somebody the play before. Wow. I was like – Good, good. Yep. Let the hate flow through you. Not, the the <laughs> Niners are not disciplined when they lose, definitely. Anywho, but yes, back to this game. Back to this game. Uh, the Bengals gave up nine sacks. Oof. That's that's why they lost. No five. Joe Burrow was. Thought Bur- it was a lot more than that. No, Joe Burrow was sacked five times, uh, and he threw two 
intercept. Total of eight sacks combined in the game. Mahomes three, Burrow five. But Burrow was sacked four times in the first half. So mm-hmm. the first half he was getting hit, and uh, he was getting hit often, hit a lot. But that—that's the reason you lost. The Chiefs' pass rush got the job done. It, yeah, for once. <laughs> because they were playing a crappy offensive line. That's what happens. I don't know, man. I think the Chiefs' defense is underrated. It's good, but now its, it's secondary is a little sketchy, though. Well, now with and, no and, and, Sneed, yeah, with and, Sneed and, being out. Ooh. But Eric, but Eric, as we said though, still though, their biggest problem is the rush defense. Oh, and, I strongly disagree. They only gave up seventy-one yards. Yeah, but the the team they're playing next though is a hell of a lot better at running the ball. Derek Joe Burrow was their leading rusher. Oh, I, I, I know. 30 yards. I thought oh. the Chiefs defense played a really good football game, and well, I think they're very underrated. Well, both defense. Well, I mean, I would both. say both. Yeah, both both defenses played really good. Uh, when and Marcus Mahal- Valdez Scantling gets 116 yards on you well, on six catches, yeah, your defense did. didn't play well. He did burn him. And then again, oh. Travis Kelsey. Would somebody triple cover this guy for once? I, My I, God. I mean, this guy is pretty automatic for having a touchdown almost every game. Seven catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, you know on third down, you know in the red zone, he's going to throw it to him, but yet they just don't cover him, Eric. I, I don't get it. But look. The Bengals are a good team, though, and I think they're they're going to be playing in this game. This isn't their last time being in the postseason, or I think the AFC Championship. They're a good team. All right, Derek. Let me lay a scenario on you. Uh-huh. First overall pick. Drafted very high expectations. Goes to the Super Bowl really early, early in his career. Uh-huh. Never makes it back. You know who that is? Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Yeah. Joe Burrow is better. I he's you, know. you cannot say Joe Burrow's better than Dan Marino. Well, no, no, I no. Dan Marino was good, but Dan Marino did not have a good team. He carried his team a lot. Hence why Oh man, some, I could say the same with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They did not play well that game, man. Well they didn't, but at least he has other guys around him to help him. Dan Marino kind of you know, didn't for most of his career. Got him to a Super Bowl. Got him in the playoffs consistently. Never yeah, made that, it back to the big game, though. Yeah, he, he made it to one and he lost. I'm just, I'm very hesitant to say, oh, they'll be back. They'll be back. Because you never know. No, Joe, Joe Burrow is just, I think he's just too good not to be. He's really good, Eric. I think they're hampered by coaching. Zach I Taylor. like Zach Taylor, but I don't think he's the best head coach for that job. I really don't. Well, they definitely have the the talent on offense. They just need to really – I don't know what more you could do to that offensive line. You thought you had it fixed, but I think maybe those well, injuries they had really say, hurt them. Three, three injuries to the starters on the offensive line does not help. No. But – Having they three of the best receivers, a, though. Leave a damn tight end to chip somebody, and they never did. No. 
Hayden Hurst was always just going out on routes, and so the pass rush was just there in a heartbeat. So Andy Reid just outcoached Zach Taylor in this game. Did. Despite Mahomes trying to throw that game away with, the, I don't know what oh, the hell he was that, doing. That, that fumble. Sammy Sosa. Yeet. Yeah, I was like, dude, what are you doing? But then, and you got to give it to Mahomes. You could tell his ankle was not healthy during that but, game, and he made it work. And now he's got a week off to rest yep. it, or two weeks off to rest it. But we'll go one and a half. One and a half, but <laughs> Chiefs go to their third Super Bowl. And four years. Now, well, I mean, we'll talk about this later. Mahomes has not looked good in those two Super Bowls. He has not. He made he's... plays when he needed to, but he, he's not been the typical Mahomes. So we'll we'll see. But next next week when we talk about this, though, we'll say that he's he's in for a challenge because the Eagles' defense is really good. Oh yes, they're secondary. Is like we said, that was their biggest weakness. What was it last year, or a couple years ago? But now that's one of their strongest on the now, team. Now, secondary. It doesn't matter if you don't double team Kelsey. Which, you know, God, I, did, the oh. eagle, the Eagles need to pay attention to that because if you don't, he will burn them. He's mm-hmm. done it to everybody in his career, and he will do it to them. But oh yeah, the Chiefs go. So, if the Eagles and Chiefs in uh, Arizona. Yes, sir. February 12th. We'll be here before you know it. God, is it February already? Yeah, a week from this Sunday is when it will be. Of course, we're not going to talk. We'll dabble into it more uh, next week. But Dabble. Chiefs and, Chiefs and Eagles. Super Bowl, was it 57? Uh, yes. How about that? Anyways, let's move it on to now more NFL news. And first, the old man, Mr. Tom Brady, has officially called it quits. And he said, and he said, I like how he said it in his statement. He's like, I know you're all going to ask me, yes, it is for good now. <laughs> and I think with him saying that, me and you set off air. Uh, I think he really means it. He's he's not coming back. No, I, I think this is – I think he's done. Um, and and I, 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 he just looked miserable out there on the field this year. He did. But he and, owns every passing record you can think of, Eric. And to me, I hate to say this, but I think it's the truth. I don't think any quarterback will ever play in that many Super Bowls. And may even win that many Super Bowls again. God no. I mean, there's no way he finishes career at 36 playoff wins. 36. The next closest was Joe Montana. Eric was 16. Okay, you you, you yeah. I so say you want to hear some crazy stats. I mean, he's just the guy. I mean. I, I looked at him. He has one, the three different in his 20s, 30s, and 40s. The numbers and Super Bowls, he's just amazing. He has he has two uh, Hall of Fame careers. Amazing. He has two Hall of Fame careers in one. He does. And it's just stupid that he's got to wait five years to get into the Hall of Fame. 
But, but it's and safe let me guess, to say he's I don't think no one's going to put not put his name on the ballot. Baseball. Yeah, I, he, I, he'll be Tom, unanimous. Tom Brady's stats. Tom Brady has won more Super Bowls, seventh, than any other player has ever played in their career, which I believe you said. Steven Guskowski and Mike Lodish played in six. Which were his teammates. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. It says Tom Brady has twice as many Super Bowl appearances as any other QB. And John Elway was the previous record with five. Yep. Yep. Tom Brady has 10. Oh, put this in perspective. He played for 23 seasons, Eric. Almost half of his career was spent in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's sick. <laughs> How about this? He has more playoff wins than 27 of the 32 NFL franchises. Oh. He's got 35 wins. Oh, one I thought it was 36. Oh, that was 35. Wow. New England is one. Yeah. So I don't really count that one. Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Dallas, and San Francisco are the so team. So teams that have been around a long time. Yeah. Correct. Uh, he has more passing yards than Joe Montana and Steve Young combined. So Steve Young and Joe Montana have 73,675. Oh, He's got 89,214. You see combined with the playoffs how many passing yards he has? That's stupid. He no, he's in six. He's in the six figures in passing yeah. yards. Yeah, I, I think he's got like 110, 111,000 passing yards with the postseason and regular season combined. That's, That's insane. That is uh, – I got more here. He, he, Tom Brady won more playoff games after his 37th birthday than any other QB won for his entire career. <laughs> Tom Brady also won more playoff games before his 37th birthday than any other QB for his entire career. Wow. So two Hall of Fame careers. Uh, I got I more. Hate, uh, all right. Tom Brady is the only QB to start as, start in a Super Bowl after turning 40. He's done it three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has thrown more touchdown passes since turning 30 than Aaron Rodgers has thrown in his entire career. 504 <laughs> for Brady, 475 for <laughs> Oh, Aaron, how does that make you feel? This this one, this one blew my mind. What's up? Tom Brady's first, or between Brady's first and seventh Super Bowl rings. So his first one and his last one. Troy Polamalu was drafted, played 12 years, and was inducted in the Hall of Fame. And Troy Polamalu played for a long time in all 12 12 years, years. Eric. He played 12 years. And all, yeah, he was dominant. And not to mention, like you just said, he had to wait five years. So that was 17 years. (laughs) Yeah. 17 years. That's, That's all the brain stats I have. Those are, but uh, it, it's safe I, to say we will, uh, in my lifetime, I will never, ever probably see a quarterback play be like this ever. No. <laughs> and like, I, I'm, I'm, I was getting sick of his face. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm so sick of Tom Brady. But you've got to look at him and say he's the best quarterback that's ever played the sport. Like, Eric, you have your sports. Wayne Gretzky, we can agree. I mean, the guy's nickname is the great one. He's his point, his point record, Eric, I think will never be touched. Because like we said, you take away his goals, 
he's still the points leader with all of his assists he had. So that record, I think, will never be broken. Cal no. Ripken's record in baseball consecutive oh, starts, God, no. that will never be broken. And I what think Tom, two thousand. I think it was like 2,300. Like, I can look games. it up. But... And then I think Tom Brady's 10 appearances and winning seven. That's just, I don't see anyone doing that. No, it's, it's never going to happen. And it's just, the guy was good. He was damn good. And uh, he was, Cal Ripken it? played 2,632 consecutive games. Wow. I the was next a, closest I, is Lou Gehrig at 2,130. Wow. Good so Lord. those are records right there that will – I mean, in all you know, three different sports, I think will never be broken. No, and I laughed, and some, and I laughed. I heard somebody the other day. Well, Mahomes might no, Mahomes won't do it. No, you know why? Because Mahomes probably won't do what Brady did and take significant pay cuts to pay and keep players on his team to keep a good team intact. Because you know he did that several several times. I don't. But you realize he did that. He he took pay cuts to keep. I guys. know, like, but Derek, the salary cap just keeps on right. It went oh, up yeah. twenty thousand dollars this year for next year. Excuse me, twenty million. Twenty thousand million bajillion quadruple billion twenty million dollars. But just the guy had a hell of a career, and it's going to be weird. Oh, it's going to be super weird. It's going to, I mean, think about it because now you have both Mannings, both Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady are all gone. They're done. How about that? The, the guys we grew up watching, Eric, are now done. They're all officially retired. Yeah. And I don't think Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Compared to those five dudes? No, no, not, no, 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 no. Drew, Drew Brees, no. Drew Brees, damn if good. If you're going to rank them Hall of Fame-wise, Brady won. Yes. Peyton Manning, two. Yes. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is three. Well, I think you got to put Roethlisberger at three. Because he's won more Super Bowls. Yeah. But Drew Brees' stats are insane. Eric, he's yeah, he's second behind. You think about this: Brady's first in every passing category. Drew Brees is second in every passing category. Yeah, and then, that's true. And then number three. All right, all right. Let's is, put Drew Brees is, third. Yeah, Drew Brees. I mean, you got to think he broke all those records, and then he's like, "Well, crap, they're all going to get broken when you know because Brady's going to keep going." Yeah, man, and. If Eli didn't win two Super Bowls, if he just won one, I don't think Manning's a Hall of Famer. Eli. But he won two against. He won two. That's the against, only reason I think he's on the ballot. Against I don't you know think who? he was that good of a quarterback. And just think, if it wasn't for those two, Mr. Brady would have had nine. Yeah, you don't know that. Could have uh, had eight. Maybe. But, anyways, right, move, move it on. How about this? The Broncos finally have. A head coach. They got Sean Payton. And they traded more draft capital 
Apparently they like the Rams, Eric. Picks don't matter to them. They're just throwing them away. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to hear it from you, Derek. As a Broncos fan, what were your initial thoughts when they traded for Sean Payton? A first and a second? I first for this year, a second next year, and then the Saints send them back, Sean Payton, and a third for next year. Well, I mean, I'm excited. Sean Payton is a damn good coach. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look at all the years he was a coach in New Orleans. New Orleans was very, very good and very competitive. Damn near won their division every year because Sean Payton and Drew Brees, and not to mention – Look at how explosive that offense was that he had in, you know, New Orleans. But you trade all this draft capital away with for Peyton and Russell Wilson. I, you better be a playoff team, and you better eventually win a Super Bowl because if not, you're going to look back on both these trades, and, man, it could really set your franchise back if you traded all this stuff and you end up going, you know, five and 12 or seven and 10 or, you know, eight, and nine, like, you know, you, you can't do that. You better be a good competitive team. If you trade away all this draft comp- compensation sure. for, for two guys. Yeah. And that's how I'm looking at it is like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it, but you know, yeah, I was excited last year. And then when Hackett came out and just looked like crap, I was like, Oh, great. We suck again. Cause how do I know? You know, yeah, Sean Payton, he's good. He's a good play caller, but I just, you, you just don't know what you're going to get or what's going to happen. Sure. And that's what so, kind of has me on the fences a little bit. Sure. So I'm going to be snarky here in a moment. But first of all, uh, Russell Wilson with this deal, you got one year. Prove it. Prove that you're worth it. If not, they're going to yeah. cut him at the end of the year. Yeah. And I think with this, this new ownership has showed that they're willing to, I mean, just do whatever it takes to win. And they, they, they got money to give out. And I think if they do cut Wilson, they'll just write him a check. Be like, Hey, here, look, just take all this money and just go. And like you said, yeah, I think they have like a one year. He's got a one year tryout with, with Peyton to see how this goes. Yeah. Um, two, you, the offense will be better next year. And this won't be a Nathaniel Hackett situation. It's just not going to. I, Sean Payton's a, Sean Payton's a better leader than Hackett will ever be. Well, with you know these weapons coming back on offense, Williams and Tim Patrick, and well, I mean, hence those guys don't matter unless you in free agency and somehow in the draft with whatever picks you have left, you better shore up and fix this offensive line. That's all I got to say. Oh, for sure, you have to fix um, the offensive line. And who knows if there's going to be some like Saints players that you know, got rejected that are coming over. Like get, Broncos fans get ready for Taysom Hill. Oh God, no. Derek, it's going to happen. It might not be this year, but it's going to happen. It'll Sean Payton has a <laughs> naked poster of Taysom Hill in every room of his house. As you would say, Eric, what does he have for him? Huh? You always used to say, you're like, Sean Payton has a oh, hard on. For he's got him. a, he's got a hard on for, for <laughs> he really does he's got a man crush for Taysom Hill he really does so he's going to be a Denver Bronco yeah I, I mean 
I, I, dude, just not as a backup quarterback, please. He's not. (laughs) He's have him be have him be a backup tight end or something, but not a backup quarterback. For the love of God, no, (laughs) no, he's a terrible quarterback. He's going to be here, but he's a terrible quarterback. Oh, he's he's awful. He can run the ball like crazy. He's he's a great athlete, but quarterback, no, he is (laughs) he is bad. Um. Now here's I'm gonna be snarky here for a little bit. All right. I'm gonna give you two coaches and two stats. Okay. I want you to tell me which one is Sean Payton, and then okay. I want you to guess who the other one is. Okay. So first of all, Sean Payton, 15 years in the NFL. Long time. Coach two has 16 years. All right. One coach has a record of 152 and 89. Real quick, there's a second coach. Is he still currently coaching? Correct. Okay. First coach, one first coach has a record of 152 and 89. Second coach has a record of 155 and 97. Okay. One coach has had nine playoff seasons. And in those nine seasons, he's one game over 500 at nine and eight. Okay. Second coach has had 11 playoff seasons and is one game over 500 with a record of 11 and 10. Which one is Sean Payton? And then who is the second coach? Well, the nine and eight playoff record, that's Sean Payton. And the second coach, I think, is Mike Tomlin. Eh. Well, my, I, I mean, as soon as you said 16 years, that's where my head went. Is it Jim Harbaugh? Nope. It's not Belichick because he's been doing it for 23 years. How about them Cowboys? Mike McCarthy? Uh-huh. Well, he mostly got all those from Green Bay and a couple from, you know, the Cowboys. I'm, I'm just saying, with Sean Payton, get ready for a wonderful regular season. Probably. Fantastic regular season. Uh-huh. Get ready to have your heart broken in the playoffs. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, look at all those years in New Orleans. I yeah. Every time they would have a top seed in the postseason, they'd win their division, and then he'd be like, nah, our team's not going to show up. And they'd lose. Uh-huh. I until, think, until that one year they finally won it. Yeah. I just am a little concerned about Peyton's postseason resume. Mm-hmm. No, it, it is. It speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, look how good, like I Said, look how good the offenses were all those years in New Orleans, and they always won the division and number one seed. And then, yeah, you number one seed, and then you're one and done. Or you get to the championship game and you lose to Green Bay, or you lose to the Eagles, or somebody, yeah, or you lose to your Rams. Yeah, it happens. Suckers. It happens. Um, yep. And then he'll complain to the refs and the officiating crew in uh, New York that there needs to be a rule change. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's a good hire. It is. I'm a little concerned that he came out and he was like, "Yeah, I want the Chargers job," and he didn't get the Chargers job. So it's kind of like this is Plan B for him. But I would still expect the Broncos to be com- competitive over the well, coming they, years. Well, they better. What's like I said? <laughs> yeah. You trade all this stuff for Peyton and Wilson. There's no, 
Yeah, you you have to be a playoff team. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. With all this that you've traded, you better be a playoff team. <laughs> yeah. if, not, if not, you're going to have a lot of pissed off fans here. A lot, including mm-hmm. me, because that's what I said when I saw what they traded for him. I said, okay, well, you better be good. You better be contenders, because if not. And not to mention, Peyton beat. You're going to have to bleep this, Eric. <laughs> No, hang on. Hang on. Let me get the timestamp ready. I don't have that. All right. Wait Sean right. Payton, when you, when people ask you, is the losing streak to the Raiders and Chiefs important, don't be like Hackett and say no. Because guess what? Your first objective c- coming here, beat the f***ing Chiefs. Beat them. You've lost got it. 15 straight. You haven't beat them since 2015. Eric, what year are we in? Uh, 2023. How long ago was that? Eight years ago. To this day, I still remember it. Bradley Roby picked up a fumble from Jamal Charles. I remember that game. You remember that guy? I do. You remember Jamal Charles? I do. Do Jamal. I saw Jamal Charles first game against the Broncos. Man, he looked good. I was there for that. It was 2015. Terrible, you beat man. 2015. You beat him in Kansas City. To this day, I remember. And not to mention, you've lost six straight to the Raiders. Just, no, but most importantly, you got to beat the Chiefs. And I and everyone, just like me, every year, schedule comes out. You circle the date. All right, that's that's when they play the Chiefs. But when when you do, when people ask you about the rivalries, don't be like Hackett and be like, well, you know, I don't see him as a big deal. Because I haven't been here. No, no, you don't say that. They're, mm-hmm. Both those games are a very big deal to, in this city because people hate both those teams. Oh yes, yes. Well, oh, yes. Let's move it on to the other coach, um, D'Amico Ryan's leaves the 49ers and goes back to the team that drafted him. Goes back to the team that he has a lawsuit with. Yeah, and he goes to the Houston Texans and signs a six-year deal. And my question is, will he be there for those six years, or will the Texans cut bait with him? There's no way he's there for six years. I don't see that. No way. You file a lawsuit against him, and then you could possibly – and then now you're the head coach of that team. I mean, like you said, drafted by him, played for him, was a very good linebacker for him. Yes, um, I would. Ju- I would be stunned if. He but was- what do you? But yeah, what do you think of the hire for the Texans? I mean, what the hell else are they going to do? I mean, yeah, you don't want to end up like the other two franchises. We'll get to in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, their defense will be better. They're going to get a young quarterback, either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Look for probably some guys from San Francisco to maybe come over to Houston. Maybe. I don't know, but he may try and get some guys. But uh, I tell you what, if there's some free agents for the Niners, they may try to jump ship and go to the Texans. But we'll we'll see. But no, I think I think overall it's a good hire from a guy, you know, was a great linebacker for him for was it? seven eight years yeah and now he gets to go back to the team that coached him or that drafted him and he played for so we'll see about that uh and then also our other next 
hiring. Uh, Frank Wright is now the head coach of the Panthers. Yeah, did you hear about the nepotism lawsuit that might be coming down because of this? What do you mean? So before he was hired, they hired his daughter. Mm. Like normally you would hire your head coach, then hire his daughter. Yes. So maybe it's not nepotism, but I think they're talking about some tampering kind of things and like ignoring Uh the Rooney rule. Oh, So it's just a rumor that I heard. So keep your eye on that. Um, But I think this is a good hire for the Panthers. They got to get a QB, man. They do. Carson Wentz. Um, Real quick. It's not on here, but also, too, uh, how about the Dolphins dishing out and giving Vic Fangio all that money to be their defensive coordinator in Miami? I mean, they need him. That what defense do you, was the weakness of that team. Yeah, what What do you think about that, though, how he's now the highest-paid coordinator in all the NFL? That is just amazing. I mean, he's a damn good defensive coach. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Just like, hence, it sucks, but uh, Evero is probably on his way out of uh, – Denver, he's another – I think he will probably be another hot defensive uh, candidate, defensive coordinator candidate to go to another team. Well, I saw that uh, he and Peyton were meeting to talk to see if he can come back. So I think he should stay. I would love if he stayed because the defense was the only bright spot of the team this year. Yeah. <laughs> they were really good. It wasn't even close, was it? Yeah, they were really good. Um, and as we mentioned just uh, about a minute ago, um, Eric, uh, what's going on with the Colts and Cardinals? Why does nobody want to go uh, coach these guys, <laughs> be a head coach for both these franchises? So <laughs> the Cardinals, maybe we can see why, because they suck. The Colts, it's the ownership. Jim, Do you hear yes. they're going through their third round of interviews and Jeff Saturday is still in the running? I think I said this last week. Uh, Jeff Satter, hey, Jeff, oh, come on, sit down. Here, let's hit this interview. Right? Okay, uh, you, you play Jeff. I'll be, I'll be the Colts. Go ahead. Like, come on I'm, in, Jeff. Sit, sit down. I, I'm, I'm Jeff. You're, you're Jeff. Sit down, Jeff. Okay, so this is our second or third interview? This is our first interview. Oh, for, okay. So this is after his – How many, wait, he was a coach for what? How many games? Five, six games? I don't care. So but just, they were ter- – okay, anyways, go. So, Jeff, hey, Jeff, come on in. Thanks, thanks for taking the interview. Uh, sit down. Yeah, thanks. All right. All right, uh, first question. Have you ever blown a 33-point lead? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, it's Minnesota. Get, get out. There's we were, no we were, we were up 33 to nothing and lost 36 to 33. Get out. There's that end of it. Did you play Nick Foles as well back-to-back weeks when he did no, three interceptions? Yes. No, there's no second question. It's did you blow a 33-point lead? Yes. Go on, get your bags and get out of here. So, yeah, I, when I saw that too, I was like, how is this guy still in the running for him? It just it doesn't make sense. Um, I, I really think Ursay is the hindrance for the Colts. The Cardinals, it's Kyler Murray. There, he's in the interview process and helping pick a head coach. Why? What has he done to prove to you he's that he probably, deserves that? He's probably on a PSP. Remember those PlayStation yes. Portable? Probably playing Call of Duty while he's interviewing. Or he's probably zooming in and he has a screen off because he's playing video games in the background. Oh, just like real quick, I was joking with uh, somebody uh, the other day. 
like Sean Payton. I was like, do you think he has the office yet? And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, you know what he should do? He should go up to Russ and be like, hey, give me that key for your office. I'm going to use it in the meantime. Serious. <laughs> but anyways, no. The Cardinals job, Eric, I hate to say it. You go there, they're not going to be a good team. No. They're so old and they're just, they're bad. And not to mention, Vance Joseph probably is gone since Kingsbury's gone. But I mean, that defense, I just don't see that defense getting any better. I really don't. No, God, no. And Kyler Murray, like you said, he's going to be out for the first, what, three weeks of the season, maybe four weeks with a, excuse me, with a torn ACL. Oh, no, dude, he's going to be out longer than that. So you better have a good backup. Colt McCoy, wee. But yeah, the card. If if it was up to you, where would you want to coach, Colts or Cardinals? Oh God, I'd rather go to the Colts. Uh, I would Cardinals because it, it's warmer. Well, Colts, I would because they actually have a good defense and they have Jonathan Taylor. Cardinals, Eric. What person do you fear on Arizona? Um, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be traded, so you can't list him. Buda Baker? Yeah, one guy on defense. He plays safety. <laughs> but he didn't even put Simmons fear. is a pretty good linebacker. He is, but I, I just don't get why anybody wants to coach there. But you know what? We'll see in the coming weeks or in the coming months if eventually, you know, Hey, maybe they want to give us a call. How about that, Eric? What if they each called us? Hey, Eric, uh, you come coach here in Arizona. Uh, Derek, we want you to coach the Colts. It means you get to see a Rams twice a year. Can you imagine that? Hello? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you hear me? I said, what if you became the head coach of the Cardinals? Oh, I mean, I'd be like, um, yeah, we're just going to forfeit. Go ahead. Took- take the win get to play the Rams, me and Aaron Donald and all them. Uh, all right. Not, dude, they're screwed. Or like the Niners, like, oof. You'd probably go in their locker room and like piss on their lockers or something. What do you mean the locker room burnt down? <laughs> well, I don't know who did that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, They'll never take me alive. They'd be like, well, they, apparently somebody lit a big dog pile of dog poop on fire in the locker room. Oh, I wonder who did that. Anyways, on to the last thing. Uh, Thursday, I didn't even know this happened until you just brought it up at the beginning of the show. Uh, the skills competition happened. I mean, the only reason I knew it kind of happened was because of the absolute gold interview that uh, Derek Carr said. Just So it was, what's his name? Ryan Clark was in it. So what was it? He was doing a target competition or something Derek Carr was shooting at targets and Derek Carr ended up winning the competition I don't think he he, he actually hit like every target you can think Dude, of would, and he looked good and Ryan Clark's like man you were on fire tonight he's like you ever been on fire in Las Vegas and he's like well yeah uh you know I am and I I will be and he's like uh, hence why uh, no, I'm no, not gonna... no 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 that's not we'll don't, we'll play the clip we'll play the clip We'll play the clip, but he says, No, that's why I'm probably not gonna be here. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, I started laughing. Dude, I feel so bad for the guy. 
I feel so bad because he's not bad. I mean, he's, he, I don't think he's going to win you a Super Bowl. Oh, real quick. And he also, he makes you competitive. And real quick, he also said this too. So, this is, I don't know if you saw this, Eric, or read this, but Derek Carr himself or his agent must have said this, but said he has no intention of extending the February 15th trigger date on his contract to give the team additional time to resolve his situation. So hence the Raiders have 12 days from now, Eric, to resolve. Cause there's a thing, I don't know if you've seen it, but he has a thing in his contract that kicks in on February 15th and he's still on the roster. And you know how much, you know how much money it is? A lot. And like 40, 40 million dollars. So you have yeah, I ain't trading for him the day after Valentine's Day to figure it out. No, safe I ain't tra- I'm not trading for him. I'm waiting for him to cut him. Say safe to say the Raiders are probably gonna cut him. Yeah, because like think you you'll you won't pay as much, and then no. you don't have to give up the draft capital. I'm not yeah. trading for him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. If somebody wants to trade for him, go ahead. And I'm sure as uh, the offseason goes along, we'll play quarterback roulette and we'll list teams of uh, um, of where he may go. We're yeah, a lot, a lot of NFL news going on this week. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll start doing wheel of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, we could do that. It would be fun. All right, anyways, let's move it on to stats of the week. But first, let's hear a word. From our sponsor. And we are back. Let's do some stats of the week. Uh, Let me go first. You got it. Okay. Uh, first stat of the week, uh, we were just talking about it. Maybe this is why nobody wants to go coach there. Um, the Eagles and the Chiefs, e- Eagles, Chiefs, and Cardinals all have one win in Arizona this year. So whoever wins the Super Bowl will have more wins than the Cardinals did this season. Sounds about right. Cardinals were one and eight at home this year, Eric. <laughs> and as we said, they are three and seventeen the last couple seasons at home. So, yeah, not that good. Uh, yeah, that's not good at all. And you want to talk about being average? Listen to this: the Atlanta Hawks, NBA, are twenty-six and twenty-six, and the Hawks are seventeen and seventeen against the Eastern Conference. They're nine and nine against the Western Conference. They're eighth out of fifteen teams in the East. The Hawks have scored six thousand fifty-seven points, and they've allowed six thousand fifty-seven points. Oh God! <laughs> so safe to say the Hawks are right where they should be at five hundred. Yeah. At literally everything. And this is stupid. And that's all I'm going to say. And this is stupid. And this is why I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley was named to the Super Bowl to replace Josh Allen. Tyler Huntley's stats this year. He was two and two. He had 658 passing yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 137 yards rushing and one touchdown. And he had, he's in the Pro Bowl. How? (laughs) How? I don't know. And how about this? Uh, the combined age of Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy is 47 years old, and 200, yeah, and 208 days old. That's only two years and 29 days older than Tom Brady. Yeah, he old. 
That's sick. And how about this? The Chiefs and the Eagles each scored the most points this season, including postseason. They each averaged 28.7 points per game, and they each scored 546 points exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. All right. So Derek took my stat. Yep. And the last one, <laughs> this is I – saw, I saw this on Monday. Uh, I was reading about it. The Washington Wizards just beat the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio for the first time, Eric, since 1999. Oh, jeez. We're in 2023. That was 24 years ago. And not to mention, they spanked them 127 to 106. Yes, they did. So there you go. Those are my stats of the week. All right. I only have a couple here. This one is hysterical. San Jose Sharks are the only team in the oh, N- in NHL history to lose a game after scoring an empty net goal. They've done it twice in three years. That's just... that's bad. <laughs> that's so I mean, bad. An empty net goal is basically like here, game over. It, the easiest goal you could score in your life. Well, it, it typically means the game's over. So over. I was watching this game, or the highlights, I should say. San Jose pops an empty netter. It's 4-2. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, they give up a goal with about eight, it was like two minutes to go in the game. And then with 30 seconds left, they the Carolina Hurricanes tie it up. And then the Hurricanes win it in overtime. Just atrocious. Screw the Sharks. I'm glad. <laughs> I was gonna say the other word, but that'd be another thing you'd have to bleep out, as yes. you would like, as you'd like to say. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> Devonte Smith has a chance to join Rare Company during the Super Bowl. Derek, do you know what this company is? I don't know. A player to win a Heisman, a yeah. national championship. And a Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting he won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Can you? And he won the championship with Alabama. Can you name the other four players to do so? Oh, three of them are running backs. Reggie Bush. Correct. With the I Saints and USC. Saints. Yep. Another uh, USC. Uh... Running back, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. So Reggie Bush, I'm sorry, Super Bowl in 2003-2004 season. Mm. Oh, no, championship in 2004 season and the Heisman in 2005. Nope, I'm sorry, I won the championship in Heisman in 05. Mm-hmm. Right, because he just was just... Yep, and then Marcus Allen, 1978 national championship. Mm. And then the those, 81 Heisman. Those two guys, man, damn good running backs. <laughs> yes. All right, two more. Another running back? I believe so. Oh, God. I have no idea. Who are the other two? Tony Dorsett. That's right. With Pitt and Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Who's the other? Charles Woodson. Oh, my God. That's right. With the Packers. Won a championship with Michigan in 97. The the, Heisman uh, Heisman in 97. And then the Packers, he won the Super Bowl with them. How dominant was his season to win a Heisman at being a cornerback? Mm -hmm. That goes to show you how – you want to talk about underrated. Granted, the guy played for the Raiders. But, Eric, damn, was that guy a good corner. Yeah, Charles Woodson was a damn good corner. 
All right, Derek. Uh, this this is a list of ranking the te- the teams with chances to win their first championship. Who do you think this list puts at the first team in baseball to have a chance to win their first championship? The Diamondbacks. God no, they've <laughs> they've won they've won one. Oh God, that's right, I forgot. Don't you forget about it, boy. Better than the Rockies. Well, it's not yeah. the Rockies. No, God, no. I don't even think they're on the – they're 33rd on this list. The Philadelphia – the Phil, no, the Phillies have won one. I, God, I don't know. The Padres. Oh, yeah, with their crazy-ass payroll. The next closest team in baseball is the Mariners, the Rays, and the Brewers. You said the Rockies are 30th? Uh, out of this list, so it's got, like, all the four major sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rockies are 33rd out of 41 on this list. <laughs> They're only ahead of the Cardinals, Falcons, Canucks, Wizards, Coyotes, Hornets, Blue Jackets, Texans. They're down there with that crowd. They're down there with the crap of the the, the creme de la crap. Creme de la crap list. There you go. Um, who do you think it is for the NFL to win their first? Yes. Oh my God! They played each other this year. Top two yeah. teams. It's got to be the Bengals are up there. Bengals are first in the. Bills are second. Yeah, I was like, it's got. That's what I was gonna say. My second answer, the Bills. Who do you think this one has for the NBA? The Nuggets. Correct. They gotta be up there, man, because they're playing good this year. The Nuggets and the Nets. Yeah. Are the top two, and the Nets won't do anything because they're gonna trade Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, and then hockey. Who do you think has the edge there? This I don't agree with, by the way. Uh, God. Uh, it's not Carolina. They've won one. Four. Um, who? The Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken. The Knights have won one. No, they have not. Didn't no? The Golden Knights won a Stanley Cup, didn't they? Or they just nope. made it to the Stanley? They Cup? They made it in their first year. First and lost year. four to one. That was Ovechkin's first championship. That's and then right. remember the bubble year, they beat the Avs, and then they lose to the Montreal Canadiens. That's right. They've been to two uh, and they've lost both. They're not going to do it because their goaltending is starting to fall apart, and that's oh, their, God, yes. their team. And the Kraken won't do it because they're not ready for it. No. They're a good team. They're leading the Pacific Division, actually. Um, but they're not. They're not going to do it. They have no. the Sabres on here. They're not even in a playoff spot. They suck. And the Panthers have had a bad season. They're on here. And then the next team after that is the Wild. I think like, the Wild have the best chance out of any of those teams. But the Wild can't win in the postseason. And they can't beat the Avalanche. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you got to get past those Avs, Wild. All right. That's all I got. All right. Speaking of them, let's move it on. Good transition yes. there. Uh, let's talk about those Avs here. Transition with both of these, but they are currently on their all star break and they don't play again until the seventh, which is next Tuesday. It's like next year. So, their last game was uh, just this last Saturday, the 28th of January, and And they they won four to two. But as we said, though. So since our last show, yes. they played two games. Lost to the Ducks five to three, which 
That one sucked. How? You lose at home, and how do you give up a freaking three-goal lead? Or no, two-goal lead. No, they're two-goal. Two-goal. But you're you're up three to one, and then you just let them score four unanswered? This is what happened. Mm. So the Avs, ever since that Capitals game, whenever they got the lead, they kind of went into shutdown mode. Mm. In the, in the third, and they were out of gas against the Ducks, and they the Ducks are a very young, talented team, and mm-hmm. if you let a young, talented team stay in a game, they're gonna make you pay. As the Avs have proven, time and time again, with their young core. Uh huh. Correct. Yeah. Correct. They almost did it again against the Blues. I was there for that, and that third period had my heart fluttering. But how about uh, Rodriguez and Newhook, man? Just see Rodriguez. He's God. Has he been playing good? So I want. I want. I want to talk about that game on Saturday. This is a damn good game. Uh, Jordan Bennington's a. I didn't see that coming. That's great to hear that. One, you start a fight as a goalie in the NHL. Oh, yeah. yeah. You better that? drop those gloves and helmet, dude. You better. But here's the up, problem. Back it up. Yeah. You cannot touch a goalie in hockey etiquette. No. And I don't know if you saw Georgiev from the other side of the ice starts skating over to the pile. And the ref actually told him, no, you stay out of this. And then at the post game, Georgiev goes, I thought it was a chicken bleep move. To go in there knowing you can't touch a goalie. Mm-hmm. So he's not wrong. Booing Bennington is my favorite thing to do in a hockey game. Well, yeah, he's a also, POS. He sucks. He so does suck. Fine. He does also, suck. Also, his rebound control is atrocious. That's why the Avs were up three nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I want to give you splits for the last 16 games for the Avs. Uh, splits or stats? Splits. And okay. stats. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. The first, the first, oh. si- the first eight of the sixteen. They the bonus one. round. Bonus round. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the, f- the first eight, they were one six and one, mm. with a goals per game of two seventy five, two point seven five. Goals against at four thirteen. Ouch. Power play percentage at nine point seven percent. Nine and a, a nine. And a penalty kill of 69%. Nice. They nine. You sound, nine. You sound like you're German. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that scene from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the last, so then the last 16, 16, eight games of the 16. Good movie. Seven, no, great movie. Seven and one. With a four goals per game, a 1.88 goals against average, damn, 36.8% on the power play, and an 89.5% on the penalty kill. Damn. The abs are going to be just fine. Like you said, what did we say? You said at the beginning of the year, they're going to have their, so to say, growth spurts or cold patches and that's exactly what they went through they went through they were gonna have their growing pains because they're Mm -hmm. kind of a for the most part they're the same team 
Mm. They're kind of like, you know, a little different, especially like, you know, new hook needing, they kind of shoved him into the second line center role and he's not quite there yet, but he's getting there by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but look, McKinnon's starting to catch back. Rantanen is on fire. You know, Rantanen's in the top 10 for points this year, total points. Yeah, Minko is just, as you said, he's what the fastest Av to get to 30 goals. And we listed the, the history that Av, uh, players the Avs have had. Man, that, that's that's a hell of a list that he's ahead uh-huh. of. <laughs> um, when they during that eight, those first eight games, they were out of the playoffs and they were sitting at like fifth in the wild card. Mm-hmm. They're now second wild card seed. They've got 57 points, one point behind the wild in the division. They're going to be fine. They're eight points back of Winnipeg, nine points back, back at Dallas. And they have two games in hand, which means they play two less games. I'm sorry, four less games played than Winnipeg and Dallas. Yes. So they can make up some ground here. They're 27, 18, and three. Their schedule coming up though after the All Star break, Eric, and they're on the road. It's going to be a doozy. So for the month of February, they play the Penguins, win the Lightning twice, win Win. Panthers, Wild Blues, Oilers, Jets, Flames, and Golden Knights. Win you, but you have to admit all those are very tough opponents. Oh, they are. And look, you. This is what you get as the Stanley Cup champs. Is you've got you got a target on your back, and they're going to make a move at the deadline, which I believe is February, February, February twenty first. Yes, it is. Um, they're going to go try and get like another third line center or a second line center to kind of slide in there. Um, they're they're going to be fine. And Bo Byram and J- and Josh Manson are supposed to be on the road trip for the Avs. Um. After the all-star break? Yes. Which is cool. I mean, I mean, this is one good thing about them having this long break. It allows guys to rest and get healthy. Yes. yes. But they got to make sure that they do not lose those momentum they've had when they come back. They got to keep it. 100%. And we'll find out Tuesday, Tuesday night when they're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be watching. Uh, and You better. And I mean, Pittsburgh's a team that they can take advantage of. If you look at the standings, they're second in the wild card, mm. sitting at the exact same point total as them. Yep. Take advantage. Now they're 14, six, and four at home. That's pretty good. Pretty damn good. But uh, I think they can get the jump on these guys. Do it. Do it, and you're cool. Do it, and you're cool. But as far as like the the All Star game for NHL, eh, you tend to watch it or just highlights. I like to watch the uh, Central, just because it, of the ads. I like how we didn't even mention if we're gonna watch the Pro Bowl because both of us know it's crap. Nobody oh, cares. God, no, it's flag football. I could basically go out and find random strangers and be like, "Hey, you want to play flag football?" Yeah, that's, that's the Pro Bowl. Yeah, pretty much. All right, on to the last Colorado team, the Nuggets. So they played. They're uh, number one. 
They played last Saturday against the 76ers, and eh, they beat them. 126 to 119, the 76ers, that is. And Joel Embiid had himself a pretty good game. He actually played finally for the first time against Jokic. You notice how every time they played Philly, he never played because he was hurt? Oh, yeah. He never played against him. And then they played Tuesday against the Pelicans and beat them 122 to 113. And then how about just last night? They played the Warriors and just absolutely demolished them. 134 to 117. Well, to be fair to the Warriors, the only person that played on that team was Steph Curry. As as always. <laughs> it's always Steph Curry. But uh, how about Jokic getting his 17th triple-double of the year? He's actually averaging a triple-double this season. Yeah, I mean, he's making a case to be MVP again. Now, First. I don't think he'll get it. No. But if he continues to play like this, though, getting 20, 30 points, getting 10 assists, and getting all these rebounds, Eric, I just MVP goes to the most valuable player. Hello? You take him off the Nuggets? Oh, they're, they're not, terrible. They're not that good. No. He, he is the most valuable player to the Nuggets. <laughs> oh, I know, and it's not even close. No. Now, one thing about the Nuggets is it's clear that they're going to make a trade here coming soon, right? A little, little bolster to the roster. Trade deadline is coming up, yes. It's actually uh, Thursday, so the ninth, the ninth, yes. I think they're going to trade Bones Highland. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. I think Bones Highland is he's not going to play for the Nuggets anymore. Which sucks because he's fun. Because he is, but if you think about it, this guy was a finalist for six man of the year award last year. And then this year he's complaining about uh, his playing time, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get a guy like that in, but look at all these other guys you have. And I think that's kind of, I guess that's a good problem to have. <laughs> I guess you have good depth and your starting five is playing really well, but yeah, I think Bowens Highland will definitely be traded by Thursday. Because did you see how uh, last night he was a healthy scratch? He did not play. He could have played, but Mike Malone chose not to play him, and I think that speaks volumes right there of, of him probably being traded. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he he was playing, like you said, didn't play last night, played five minutes the night before. Just mm-hmm. it, the writing's on the wall. Yes. And I don't know enough about the NBA to offer a suggestion of who they could trade for, but from what I hear, there's a dude in Minnesota. Let me pull up Minnesota's roster. I can't. It's Zeke something. Oh, yeah. I was reading Zeke. about that earlier. Zeke Reed? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Am I right? Yeah. And real quick, since we're on the topic, Kyrie Irving. Can you, Nas Reed. Your, can you make up your mind where you want to play? Oh, I don't care. You, But I just want to say, you cry about not getting a long-term contract, but yet you don't ever want to stay anywhere. You were in Cleveland for four seasons. You ran your way, you ran your way out of Boston. They hated you. Uh, and now you're in Brooklyn. You've been there for, what, two, three years? 
Where are you going to go? And, and did you see his destination where he said he's interested in, Eric? The Lakers. I, I don't care. Yeah, well, go to L.A., Mr. Flat Earther, and go play with your old boy LeBron. I, I'm, I'm so done with Kyrie Irving. I've been done for a while. Now I'm officially just done. He's not he's, good enough to do this. No, he's not. As uh, I don't know if you saw, but as uh, Charles Barkley said today, he said, I would not want him as a teammate. He just does not seem like a good teammate, and he just does not have a good attitude. And I was like, boom, he nailed it right on the head. Pretty much. I agree. Oh, there's Dakota making an appearance. But, um, yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing else. Do you? No. Um, nuggets are rolling. Avs will be back at it. Bronco's got a new coach. Super Bowl's around the corner. Oh, and real free quick. Agency real, will start. Yeah, real oh, quick. Did you agency. did you see how Mike White is a free agent and rumor mill is swirling that your Rams may possibly want to try and sign him? I, I, if he's cheap. And how about the GM real quick? Little nuggets. A GM coming out saying that they want to re-sign Daniel Jones from the Giants. I mean, if you can get him for cheap, he had a good season. He did. But yeah, I, I got nothing else, homie. Nope, I got nothing else. Oh, wait, wait, no, no real quick. How about how about your Rams hiring Matt Lef- or uh, Michael Clore? What do you think of that? Uh, he's an OC. I'm wondering if McVay's going to give up play calling duty. That'd be one thing I'm watch out for because if, if yeah. he's got too much on his plate, take away that. Yeah, how about Mike McCarthy is going to be calling it for Dallas next year because Kellen Moore is in uh, Kellen Moore to the Chargers. Dude, Chargers. watch the Chargers offense be amazing next year. <laughs> Man, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh boy, they could be really sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that's all I got. All right. Until next week, until next time. Next time. Super, super, super bowl. Yeah. <laughs>